The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two red souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Hey, hey, Diet Coke. Hey, Lilith. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing all right. There's yeah? something I need to get off my chest. Okay. And I think I I can share this with you. Okay. I'm gonna stream it to you over Discord. Wow. Um, this is just something that I think is important to get out there. Uh, and uh, I can I'll stream it to you over Discord, and then we can add it in in the edit. Okay. Um. I, uh, you know, I, 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 this has been weighing on my mind a lot, uh-huh. and uh, so just let me know when you have that. Uh, that I have that stream open. So yeah. You can, yeah. You okay. Can I have. I have the stream for, open for you and for yes for our community, yes. which I feel I owe them. Are, are okay. do you have it open? I have it open. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> to whom it may concern, on the May third episode of the Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks podcast titled. Sour Cream Cum Shot, the Taco Bell special. I made statements suggesting that my Taco Bell order was delicious and actually hit pretty hard this time. I highlighted the well-executed nacho fries and beefy five-layer burrito as evidence that Taco Bell had succeeded in their mandate to live moss. While these statements reflected my feelings at the time, more recent experiences with Taco Bell have given me pause and caused me to reflect on my responsibility to my listeners my community, and yes, even my haters. On May 16th at 1.37 p.m., 13 days after the Taco Bell special was released, I purchased nacho fries, a steak white hot ranch fries burrito, and a nacho cheese Doritos Locos Tacos Supreme with light sour cream. The fries, which I had previously described to the public as crisp and delicious, were undercooked and tasted like an old freezer smells. The Doritos Locos Taco Supreme was given a sour cream cum shot so big, 
it would look out of place even in a pornographic film. The steak white hot ranch fries burrito was good, despite the bad fries. Of course, it is no longer available. The only thing you can count on Taco Bell to consistently be is inconsistent. While I cannot and will not alter my official snack rating, as I know in my heart that I will still buy Taco Bell again, and I will still eat Taco Bell again, I condemn all other statements made by me about Taco Bell in the Sour Cream Cum Shot episode. I would ask that listeners strike them from the record and consider them non-canon. With love and apologies, Diet Coke. So that's it. Um, you know, I hope I hope you and the listener can find it in your heart to forgive me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I spread misinformation of a kind. As uh, as we heal as a country, I would mm-hmm. say from this. Um, from the Taco Bell special, which yeah, I mean, it didn't it didn't go how I wanted. Um, I have not eaten Taco Bell since then. Um, I've even been asked, like, you know, if I if I've eaten Taco Bell recently by by people, and I've had to say, like, I'm I'm on a Taco Bell break right now. I'm gonna have to see if I ever eat Taco Bell again. Again, my ratings aren't going to change. Uh-huh. Um, but um, like I say, I can't change my ratings. I have eaten Taco Bell even again since that incident uh, that I w- that was mentioned in the apology. But um, uh-huh. but I don't I don't I don't want any you know I don't want any specific good things about Taco Bell out there on the record because I don't feel they've earned it, and I think yeah. they need to ship sh- shape up or ship out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that on the record. I'm mm-hmm. glad mm-hmm. we can now move forward to. A weird pairing of snacks. I would say a weird pairing, and yet also a, a weirdly fitting pairing. I mean, the, the 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 base version of both of these are two that kind of, I would say, historically have been linked. Yes, as as gamer favorites. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the reason why I wanted to make sure I got that Taco Bell apology out is because I do feel one of our snacks ties into Taco Bell in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because let's just say it, we've got. Doritos Flamin' Hot Cool Ranch, which I can't believe you convinced me to bring into my home. <laughs> um, and this house of snacks is, of course, my home away from home. Of course. Um, and Mountain Dew Purple Thunder, which is great because I love that it acknowledges purple as a flavor. Yes, correct. Um. <laughs> 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 so I'm very curious about these Doritos. Yeah. We previously covered regular Cool Ranch Doritos in the pod, and I think we both agreed that while the taste in the moment the chip is in your mouth, the taste was surprisingly not bad. The both the aftertaste and the smell were so vile, yeah, that, and so unpleasant that we both gave it a would not uh, eat, would not buy again. Right. Since then, I haven't had these chips, the flaming hot Cool Ranch, but I have had the Taco Bell flaming hot Cool Ranch Doritos Loco Taco. Oh my God. And the thing about just that so is fucking words there. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and you know it brings me to what I find so frustrating about Taco Bell's current strategy, which is nothing whether it's a new thing or a beloved classic, nothing is safe on the menu. They're just constantly constantly fucking rotating things out. Yep. And the thing that makes me so mad about that is on the rare occasion when they do have a hit, mm-hmm. be it the steak white hot ranch fries or the Flaming hot, cool ranch Doritos Locos taco. Mm-hmm. 
they're gone before you can even get them a second time. I there was literally like a one day window in which I was able to get that taco, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm glad I did because it was it was the best thing I've had at Taco Bell in years. You said the 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 white hot ranch thing that was something yeah that that you really recommended. I had I never... the sauce on that specifically, but I am now talking about the flaming hot cool ranch uh, Doritos Loco Taco. Oh, okay, which was also yeah. fucking excellent. It was so good. So I'm curious to see how much. The, you know, the meat and the cheese helped that. Yeah. I'm wishing I had some meat and cheese right now. <laughs> sure. I mean, so am I, frankly. I'm, I'm not super optimistic. Although I do think if anything is going to get rid of that uh, aftertaste, it's, it's going to be flaming hot. It's going to, you know, it's going to burn it off, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You want to just get to it? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I hear the sadness in your voice. It's just a combination of things that I'm not really all that into. Yeah, because you're also not into flaming hot. <laughs> not really, no. But you you really just didn't want to do another two sugar, two sweet situation? Yeah, yeah. We well we did we did a four sweet situation last week. <laughs> yeah. We batch recorded two episodes and we had sugary sweets. For all four, like for all four <laughs> yeah. snacks that we did, and I felt like shit after that episode. Yeah, I felt pretty so. crazy after that episode. So we did. We definitely needed some kind of salty savory. Yeah, and this was the only one that we could both find that uh, was on our brains. Um, I'll tell you, I've opened my bag. Yeah, flaming hot. Unfortunately, not doing much for that smell. These smell like that no. rank ass, disgusting Cool Ranch. Yeah, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm gonna pick one that's got a lot of a lot of that flaming hot. Hopefully, that can wash out the normal Cool Ranch flavor. Um, here we go. Ugh. I don't hate these. I will. I think I do think the flaming hot does a lot to get rid of that bad aftertaste. Yeah, but like, but the smell is still not pleasant. It's an unpleasant chip with just some like with flaming hot sprinkled on top of it, and like. No, no, that's that's one chip too many in in between betwixt these lips. Uh, no, thank you. I'll tell you, this may shock you. I've already eaten a second one, and I got a third one on my chopsticks right now. And maybe I'm hey, just Di- hungry. Hey, Diet Coke. Uh-huh. It didn't fucking shock me at all. Um, you're a pervert. <laughs> you're a pervert who likes bad chips. <laughs> that's true. I am specifically a pervert for anything flaming hot as well. I do like these. I have to say, I, do, I don't think they're as good as a taco. I think obviously that meat and cheese did help a lot. Mm-hmm. And the smell of these is still pretty rank. I like them specifically because I am whole, I am pointing the bag away from my face. <laughs> um, which, I, you know, isn't, isn't exactly a sterling endorsement, you know, but uh, as long as yeah. I'm not smelling them, I do like the taste of them. And that, I mean, after, unlike the regular Cool Ranch, which have that terrible aftertaste, I'm, all I all I taste in the aftertaste is that flaming hot flavor, which I do love. So can we can we please have a fucking moratorium on flaming hot? Because I literally the thing that I did like earlier today when I was waiting for the podcast to start, I was editing the flaming hot Mountain Dew episode. Is that the only flaming hot we've done on the show, though? I think it is. <laughs> but so it's in, just in, it's in, just been in, some rapid fire flaming hot and i'm not a fan that's fair that's fair i do think you're missing out on the lebron james exclusive uh flaming hot uh cheddar and sour cream ruffles uh, hopefully those good. yeah maybe we'll, maybe we'll buy a pair and then buy a pair i guess i mean i guess if we both buy a bag that's a pair maybe we'll buy that and just let it sit until after you're comfortable with this moratorium being over <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
These are a would not buy again, would eat again. I'm definitely gonna finish this bag. I don't hate these at all, uh, but that that smell is still pretty fucking rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a bad, bad chip smell. It's still just bad corn chips, and boy, howdy, Diet Coke, I tell you, I could use something to wash that down. Well, thankfully, we've got Mountain Dew Purple Thunder. Now, when I look at this, uh-huh. the thing that I'm noticing that I didn't realize until just now. Do with a blast of berry plum. Yeah. I kind of thought that this might be a grape Mountain Dew. Now, if you'll, I do think that if you'll review our, our, our Discord history, you, you, I did tell you that it was you berry plum. You did tell me this. Well, okay, well, well, it's more interesting to have the fucking discussion on the podcast, you You're dolt. not wrong. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've just tried to expose you as a liar. Okay. Okay. So, so now I'm gonna have to put out, put together my fucking PR press statement for next week. <laughs> I don't think you're a liar. I'm, this is a bit. I I well. Okay. Historically, uh-huh. a loved Mountain Dew flavor for me was mm-hmm. pitch black. Sure. Which is grape Mountain Dew. Yeah. But this this is purple thunder berry plum. Now, the fucking people who make the art for Mountain Dew labels. Incredible. They have so much fun. They really do. We're seeing some some berry folk and some plum folk on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I think the berry is in like a sidecar with yeah. the plum, which is <laughs> so fucking excellent. It rules. There's also like uh, on the top and bottom border, there's this like pink and purple pattern mm-hmm. that kind of looks like... Uh, I, I forget what that that style is actually called, but like that kind of '80s style, like uh, uh, back when he was Zack Ryder, the, his pants, you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like when yeah. Matt Cardona was Zack Ryder. Uh huh. I've got mine sitting on a purple coaster right now, and I'll tell you, the aesthetic, just top to bottom, is is really gorgeous. The dew itself is a very pleasant purple color. Very good. Great logo. You've got the mountain, and Mountain Dew is purple. It's just, it's very nice to look at. It's a very attractive bottle. Yeah. And we should say, if people want to drink this at home, it is a Circle K exclusive. Yes. Yes. For those of you in Texas, there's a lot of Valero gas stations that turns out are Circle Ks. Yeah, we have Circle Ks around here uh, in California, but they're they're rare enough that I don't I don't know that I'd ever been in one before I went to get these. I had to use the Dew product locator to to figure out one that actually had this. Yeah. I was lucky. I did just look up my nearest Circle K, but yeah. I'm I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah, let's crack this open. Ooh. Very good bouquet. Very, very nice smell. It smells mm. kind of like Pepsi Blue, honestly. Uh-huh, a little bit. Throwback to our first episode. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. I've had a yeah. sip, and mm-hmm. yes, that is fucking good. It's it's so interesting, and you know it is purple flavor, like like a hundred percent, like maybe berry plum just is what we think of as purple flavor secretly, mm-hmm. but it's absolutely purple flavored. But it's, it's definitely not grape. No, not grape. It's nowhere not near grape. grape. Don't go into it expecting grape. It's go into it expecting purple. It is extremely fucking good, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a am, there's ooh, I am super into this. There's a good berry, the plum, which I've always is there. Plum in in um Dr Pepper or is it prune? Prune, I believe, is what it is. It's not a prune, just a, a plum's grape. Boy, howdy! <laughs> 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 that was that was just a. Do you mean a, a plum's raisin? 
That's what I meant to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I think that might be a different thing. Are you sure? Uh, no. Okay. The uh, dried plum. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was detecting like I there was like little bits of the Dr Pepper cosmos that were hitting me. Yeah. In this. Yeah. No egg, but you know, egg would feel weird in this one. Egg would feel. Shocker that egg would feel weird in a soda. Um, <laughs> this is very fucking good. It's good. It's good stuff. It's um, this you honestly know, might be a top five Mountain Dew flavor for me. When I, you know, here's here's, and you'll, if you'll allow me to be a little bit of a contrarian, go for it. You know, my classic standard for Dews is that I want you know that really in your face kind of uh, kind of flavor. You know that powerful citrus or whatever, like that, yeah. that kind of thing. This isn't that. It could use more of a citrus edge, but I do, I do still think it's, it's very good. Very. It, it, here's the thing. I want this to be what it is. It's Mountain Dew Purple Thunder. That's what it says on the uh, on the label. It is. You know, it does have some of the Mountain Dew trademark attributes, but it's not extreme the way that I would hope or want from Mountain Dew. But I wouldn't want this soda to be any other way, because I like it for what it is. I'm very curious t- to get you on record about Mountain Dew Shark Bite. Oh yeah, uh, if you can ever find that, it's a Walmart exclusive. I've had Mar- Mountain Dew oh, Shark you have. Bite. Well, we just haven't yeah. done it on the show. Yeah, because yeah. I think in the same way that this is purple flavored, that one's blue flavor, and I think they're kind of twins in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that's similar. Yeah, I mean, Voltage is an is an all time goat Mountain Dew for me. You know, so. I, I I think I'm, I hate to say this, I think I'm at a point in my life where I don't have a firm grasp on what Voltage tastes like because it's been so long since I've had it. I saw it in like all the Circle Ks that I went to. Like it's weirdly back on the show. I did too, but I was already buying Purple Thunder. So you didn't want to, yeah. Well, you know me, I don't want to buy two zero, two non, two sugared sodas. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they don't really make that voltage zero sugar, unfortunately. No, they do not. No, they do not. Okay, well. The spread of, of zero sugar Mountain Dew has been very interesting to me. It's, because there's it's a couple really flavors. Thing. Yeah, because like Spark and Major Melon, in my experience, both incredibly easy to find zero sugar versions. Maybe even easier than regular zero sugar Mountain Dew, honestly. Yep. And those are both new flavors. Mm-hmm. And and I I, I I don't understand why that that's not the same case for like the Flamin' Hot or for this one. Mm-hmm. I, f- I find it very confusing. I'm still hoping for a Code Red zero sugar. I did see a 12 pack of Code Red in a regular grocery store the other day and it was, it blew my mind. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, we love Code Red. We love Code Red on the House of Snacks. So uh, hopefully that hopefully that Zero Sugar will be close behind, but I'm I'm not really you know I'm not too optimistic. No. Um. Well, what other we we should talk about the Patreon. We're actually about to record the you know the limited one time preview episode of David Armalite Rifle White for the Patreon. We're recording that literally right after we actually just finished watching Holy Man Undercover. Uh, right before we recorded this episode, and let me tell y'all something. It's something special. You're going to want to hear our our many thoughts about Holy Man Undercover. Yeah, get hyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about on the Patreon? We also are going to shout out our $10 patrons. Thank you very much, our good friend Sam, and new $10 patron. Uh, I'm not going to say a full name. I'll just say Vicky. Uh, thank you thank so you, much, Vicky. $10 uh, patrons. Uh, thank you, Sam. Yeah, 
Thanks. We appreciate you both so much. Uh, be on the lookout. Probably by the time you're hearing this episode, there's an episode of David Armalite Rifle White waiting for you uh, at patreon.com slash house of snacks. And um, there, you know, maybe there will be more on the day. Damn, if we keep getting $10 a month members, um, it'll <laughs> yeah, be yeah. real quick. <laughs> uh, we're also gonna be start doing some uh, for not just for the ten dollars patrons, but for any patrons, we're gonna be doing some Q and A episodes. Uh, patrons can send cues, or it'll just be a fun opportunity for two best friends to ask specific questions they might not have thought to ask before. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun time, and it'll uh, be an that's interesting. <laughs> I think fun. Lily thinks interesting. She's gonna well, ask me hard hitting questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna yeah, ask yeah, me yeah. how I voted on the invasion of Iraq. <laughs> so, so, uh, um, we, okay. When you lied to the country about Taco Bell, <laughs> were you being paid by somebody? Hey, or? save it for the Patreon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sweating buckets over here. <laughs> um, well. Uh, now that we've finished apologizing for this national tragedy, um, <coughs> yeah, uh, you, are, is, is it that fucking feeling of flaming hot I'm just kind of gets like stuck <laughs> in your throat? I guess normally it's <coughs> normally it's fine for me. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know what this is. I just took yeah. a COVID test yesterday. I'm negative. Okay, well that's <coughs> good. I'm glad to hear that you don't you're not positive for the novel coronavirus known as COVID nineteen. Oh, but you are positive for the snack keeper, I guess. Hello, Lilith. Oh, hey, Snack Keeper. Hello, I'm here to destroy the show once again. You know, Snack Keeper, you would do great on a show called Dark Watch that I've seen recently. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I'm you'd really person. like that show. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, and more so, I don't think any listener possibly could. <laughs> But they might find more information about the show Dark Watch and what the fuck it was going on with that at patreon.com slash house of snacks is all I'm saying. Okay, well, I'm not giving you any money if that's what you're getting at. I'm not going I, to do that to find out. I, okay. The snack Keeper, for God's sake. I'll pirate your Patreon. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, right. a, it's actually a thing in, in the snack dimensions. All our computers have a special program which can pirate Patreon content directly. Wow. Don't have to wait for anybody to rip it or upload it or anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That makes sense to me, actually. It's 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 more difficult to pirate movies made by big studios in the snack dimension. That's actually very hard yeah, for us. They make sure that, you know, they, those are the job creators. Of course, but in independent stuff, stuff where, stuff where like $10 could make or break a person, that we could just easily steal. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's actually why... People don't know this, but at the halfway point between recordings of the House of Snack, I take over Emily's body briefly just to use her Torrent Day account. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you been watching? Don't let let her listen to this. I don't think she knows that I'm doing that. I think she just thinks she kind of blacks out every once in a while. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've actually been talking to her about that. Uh, you seen Ghostbusters Afterlife? <laughs> I did. I loved it. I thought it was the best one in the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought it was cool. the best movie I saw last year. In fact. Okay. Okay. That's that's cool. That's great. Well, um, do you want to outro the show? I'm just glad they got those fucking women out of the Ghostbuster <laughs> costumes. You know, I was it made me sick to see. I hate that. <laughs>
What were you wanting me to outro the show? Is that what you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did, I did, I did. But I'm glad you you registered your opinions on the the, the feminasties who took over Ghostbuster. I also Ghostbusters. Was, Damn it! <laughs> I also thought it was great that there was a character named Podcast. I thought that was a very funny joke. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. (laughs) Oh, God, Diet Coke. Uh, It's so bad every time. So bad. Just every single time that the snack keeper leaves your body. Oh, and I have a fucking headache every time they do, too. God. The the folks at home, uh, we need your help. Because the snack keeper is honestly causing issues for us. Um, I don't know how much longer my body can take it without serious medical intervention. And we are going to need funds for the serious medical intervention. So... We are going to be opening up the House of Snacks Patreon. Once we hit a certain funding goal, it'll be patreon.com slash House of Snacks, because I can't imagine that's taken. We should check that right now. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay, so <laughs> at patreon.com slash House of Snacks, there'll be, there's going to be a funding goal once we reach that. Uh, we're going to start doing David Armalite Rifle White, a mm-hmm. podcast retrospective on the films of David A.R. White, who is the pure flicks guy. Yeah, he was, he's Pastor Dave and God's Not Dead. Yeah, yeah. We have a weird fixation on him. <laughs> By putting it behind a Patreon paywall, we can make sure that he doesn't hear it <laughs> or really know that it exists. <laughs> in case anyone who doesn't personally know us <laughs> yeah. this podcast, we're not Christians. We want to make that clear. No, 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 no. We sometimes joke this is a Christian podcast. That's a joke. We're going to have another goal. This is going to be a little bit more ambitious, so to speak, Mm -hmm. where at a certain point we are going to have remote House of Snacks live shows where we are going to live stream a Mm -hmm. House of Snacks recording on like Twitch or something like that. And I think what we'll do is we'll make the live stream available to everybody. But if you Patreon back at a certain tier, when those episodes are happening, we are going to send you the snacks. Yeah, yeah. That not, are going to not be just reviewed. telling you what they are. We're going to send you the snacks. We're going to make a little a little care package yeah. for our fans. So these are the goals that we have. We want your help to reach them. Mm-hmm. And also Diet Coke is going to need to have a lung replaced. Yeah, this movie is also it's 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 going to fund a new lung and yeah. um, also development of a anti-silly vaccine uh, created from the fun sucker's blood, which will then be used to banish the snack keeper from my body. That is what we're working on. We need your help. Uh, that research isn't cheap. You know? For just the cost of a cup of coffee per month, you could help us defeat the snack keeper. 